Weekday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. Today I speak to Dr. Stanley Anko Jojo, Associate Consultant, Sunkang General Hospital, about gout, the lifestyle factors that may lead to the development of this condition and how we can go about preventing it, if preventing it is possible. Welcome to the show, Doctor. Perhaps we start with you explaining, giving us an overview of gout. Hi, Clarissa. Thanks Hi. For, <laughs> thanks for having me in the show. It is yeah. our pleasure, of course. Okay, so gout is um, a common form of joint disease. Mm-hmm. It typically causes um, very sudden joint inflammation that presents with a swollen and hot joint. It usually affects and, um, the joints of the lower limbs and as it progresses, it can affect more joints. So When you um, say joints, you mean knees, ankles, that sort of thing? So usually the most common site that it first affects is the first big toe. Mm-hmm. And, um, the then, first big toe. Yes, and then it can affect the, the feet, mm-hmm. the knees, and um, sometimes even the elbows if gout is left untreated. Okay. Now, the perception is that gout is an illness of the wealthy. Mm. Is there any correlation? Okay. I, I think that's a rather old myth. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree, yes. which is why I asked. Yes. But does it have to do with diet? Yes, it does indeed. Mm-hmm. So um, gout is essentially um, uh, found or, or comes with the intake of certain types of foods mm-hmm. like red meats, um, even chicken, fish, and um, also poultry, okay. right? Other kind of poultry. And, and um, even sweetened drinks, those specifically containing high amounts of fructose. I see. So, yeah. it is, what is it? What compound is it? What what ingredient is it? Protein is it? What is it that um, mm. would trigger a gout? So it's actually this um, compound called purin, mm-hmm. right? That gets broken down to uric acid. Okay. And um, uric acid is relatively insoluble. So that's the compound that gets deposited in the joints, irritates it, and eventually leads to gout. So is gout? Um, what exactly is it? You said it starts in the joints, mostly yes. in the, the lower limbs, like the, you know, the big toe and the knees. Yes. Um, and if untreated, it goes to the elbow. So is it yes. a calcification? Is it a buildup of something that causes mm. the uh, discomfort? Mm. You're, you're right. So um, it usually happens from a buildup of um, uric acid. Mm-hmm. So um, if uric acid in the blood rises... Uh, above a saturation point, mm-hmm. it gets deposited in um, the joints. Okay. And um, if, if more of it gets deposited, it starts irritating the joints. Mm-hmm. And there comes a time where it will cause an acute attack of joint inflammation. Okay. Yeah. And are there different types of gouts? Um, in, a, in a way, we could, um, there, there are. Mm-hmm. So um, gouts can come to you in many stages. Okay. Right? So it can, um, it can be mild. Uh, where the attacks are relatively mild and the intervals between the attacks can be far. But um, with time and with greater buildup of these um, uric acid, the gout attacks can be more intense. The intervals can be shorter and um, some patients even feel like um, they have constant pain. Okay. Uh, So different stages of development. At which stage should Mm. we really be going and seeing a doctor and dealing with this? Mm. I, I think um, in, in general, when a patient feels uh, 
they have such symptoms. And um, it's, it's always good to see a doctor to understand uh, more about why they have such symptoms, mm -hmm. to um, talk to the doctors to see what lifestyle and um, diet modifications they can make to try and um, reduce their risk of attacks um, of gout. And um, also understand that gout is really not just about gout, but controlling it also prevents some of the conditions that can come from gout. Now, the thing with gout is it presents in such a way where it could be uh, assumed to be something else. As, as the person suffering yes. from it, it could, you know, could it be rheumatism? Could it just yes. be, you know, an old injury to the joints or just general aging? Yes. How do you know? How how do you know it's gout, or can you not tell? And you really should go see a doctor. Yes, you you are very right. So a lot of the times, patients um do not know mm -hmm. that their symptoms are from this condition of gout. Right. So um one of the things that um, differentiates gout from other kind of joint inflammation mm -hmm. is the rapid development of this joint, um, the swollen and hot joint, mm -hmm. and um, it usually lasts for a, a few days probably hastened by the use of medications and right. then it leaves you at a pain-free interval until the next attack comes. So some patients also um, believed that they might have injured mm -hmm. the affected joint but truly they cannot recall any incident that led to that possible injury. So I think that's one of the ways to um, tell whether you could have gout but certainly, I think one good option would be to, to seek medical attention okay. right, and uh, let the doctor help um, him or her okay. figure out whether it's gout. Now, you, what you said was it's, it comes from diet. So mm. does that mean that one of the things that you have to do once you're, you're diagnosed with gout is change your diet? Uh, so overnutrition and dietary mm -hmm. factors certainly right. increases the risk of gout. Right. Um, but um, not uh, all of the factors leading to gout comes mm -hmm. from diet. Okay. So um, dietary contribution of uric acid only amounts to about 30%. Oh, okay. Yeah. What so, about the 70%? So there are other factors like um, genetic factors mm -hmm. that leads to gout. Some patients are overproducers of uric acid. Mm -hmm. Right. Some patients may have conditions like chronic kidney diseases mm -hmm. where they have the inability to um, dispose of the excess uric acid in their right. body. So um, all these could also contribute to your risk of gout. In any way, shape or form, is it age-related? So yes, that's true. So um, the incidence of gout does increase with age. Mm -hmm. right? So um, Something else to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, it's controllable. Oh, good yes. news, it's controllable. Do tell, how, yes. how is it controllable? Yeah, so many, many ways, right? So I think, um, um, as mentioned, part of it is really being um, moderating and modifying our diet mm -hmm. to ensure that we do not take um, too much of the foods that increases our risk. Right. Another method is observe our lifestyle and lead a healthy lifestyle, act regular exercises mm -hmm. and weight reduction. And staying hydrated to make sure that the crystals do not crystallize in your joints. Yeah. Okay. Now, in, in the case of gout, mm -hmm. you know, I, I understand all doctors are, are now saying exercise is the big secret mm -hmm. to staying healthier for longer, especially as you start to age. But in the case of gout, because there is pain to the joints, that yes. makes exercise a little bit more uncomfortable, a little bit mm -hmm. more challenging mm -hmm. for a patient. Um, what can they do to 
manage that pain so they can continue to lead more active lifestyles than mm, they mm. might have prior to being diagnosed with gout. Mm, mm. So once once gout is um, presents mm-hmm. and then it causes a painful, hot, swollen joint, right. um, generally I wouldn't advise that they start exercising at that point. Right. So we would treat the acute attacks and um, these often go away and mm-hmm. you don't experience the pain. So then certainly um, the other things we do would minimize your risk of getting repeated attacks. And that certainly um, would include um, regular exercises and weight reduction. Okay. That with um, dietary modification and medications if needed mm-hmm. would definitely help you manage and control your gout a lot better. Okay, so yeah. you know, we've talked about gout. We've talked about how to identify. We talked about mm. some of the things that you can do to minimize the flares or, or the pain that you, that you will deal with once yeah. you have gout. Yeah. Now, is there a cure or is it going to just be management of your gout for the rest of your life once you are diagnosed with it? Mm. So I think it really depends how we define okay. cure. So um, I, I strongly believe that gout can be controlled. Mm-hmm. Do Does I, it go away completely, is, I suppose, is my question. So Once you're diagnosed, yeah. once you have gout, yeah. Can you deal with it in such a way where it goes away completely and doesn't come back? Mm, I would say yes. Okay. Right. So um, my, my that's dream- my definition of a cure right there. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I I I my dream for all patients with mm-hmm. gout is that they be able to live a life um, normally. Okay. Without any painful mm-hmm. attacks. Right. Right. And that's achievable um, with the correct modifications to the diet, okay. their lifestyles, and even medications. Does that mean long-term medication? So, in general, when we dis- when patients discuss with the doctors about the need to start um, medications to reduce their uric acid, it's, it often is a lifelong commitment. Okay. But they can have a discussion with the doctors with how they can adjust their medications at times when their uric acid comes down to a nice level mm-hmm. where below the saturation point for these crystals to right. develop, we often can discuss cutting down the dose of their medicines. But never taking you off completely? Some patients actually do take off their medicines. But, really? Um, yes. And what we do is to do that with the understanding that your uric acid level may rise mm-hmm. should you stop your medications. Okay. But rest assured, we will monitor it together. And um, as the level rises, we could always reintroduce the medications and control it. Is this something that you can test for yourself, your own uric acid levels on a regular basis? Okay. So in, in general, we don't advise um, okay. testing uric acid levels if you do not have mm-hmm. symptoms of gout. Right. So um, mainly because uh, many people can have um, an elevated blood uric acid levels and they may not have symptoms of gout. Right. And hence they do not have gout. So what is the prevalence of gout in Singapore these days? It's pretty common. It's pretty um, common. Yeah, it's it's 4%, right? So um, all around, that's equivalent to what the global prevalence is. Mm -hmm. Some countries may be more than others. And is it more female, male, or is it pretty much even across the, Mm. the genders? So men are at higher risk of developing gout. Okay. So the, the typical kind of patient who gets it are middle-aged men who are obese 
and um, the incidence of gout also increases with age. Mm-hmm. So uh, women are at lower risk until they reach menopause and then the incidence also rises thereafter. All right, before I let you go, now if somebody suspects that they could develop gout in later years, perhaps they've got parents or grandparents or siblings who have gout, what would your first advice be? Lifestyle changes or, or monitoring the diet or making sure that what would you tell them? They don't have it, mm. but they're afraid that they will get it as they get older. Mm. Um, so I, I would advise them to have a balance of all those. Okay. Right? So um, a, a balance of um, good diet intake. Okay. Right. A balance of um, healthy lifestyle. Right. Regular exercises, avoiding overnutrition. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, knowing what are the symptoms to observe and um, treating it and dealing with it early. Are there any foods, specific foods they should be avoiding? Those that are high in purine includes foods like red meats, mm-hmm. poultry, like um, chicken, fish, and selfish. So um, it's... You're shaking all the good stuff out, dog. Ah. So, <laughs> so um, yes, that's, that's the thing. So the burden of uric acid, uh, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, only amounts to 30%. Right. So I think the, mas- the important message is really about taking these um, foods in moderation I see. rather than total abstinence okay. from a long list of um, foods because those foods may also have their own health benefits. Right. Yeah. So moderation for, for the foods that um, might be triggers mm-hmm. like red meat and poultry and, and shellfish, for example. Yes. And exercise is very important, especially as you get older, mm-hmm. you need to retain that active lifestyle. Yes. All right. Well, We've had a conversation about gout today. I think quite timely given the fact that we're all going to overindulge over the next couple of days to ring in the new year and the new decade. Mm. So this is just a timely reminder to watch what you eat and stay exercising. Right, Doc? Yes. We've been speaking to Dr. Stanley Anko Jojo, Associates Consultant, Sengkang General Hospital. This has been Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.